With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to Stat Geek Q&A. This is uh, Behind the Steel Curtain Deputy Editor Dave Schofield. And once again with his big brother, Rich, you can't see right now on the screen because he is doing uh, what he was asked at the end of the last show and, and showing a close-up um, of his Euro mount, or sorry, of Kyle's Euro mount. Kyle's Euro mount. So it's, it's there for those of you to see. Um, so I don't know. I know we're definitely on, um, on YouTube that now people can see that. In case you guys are wondering, right now it's just uh, Rich and myself. Uh, Kevin isn't with us right now because – we got started. It's funny. We got started late with the with the first with the first show because we were having problems with some technical issues where Kevin was coming in, but we couldn't hear him. He um, could hear us. But he we could hear us hear just him. fine, but we couldn't hear him. So we went to start the new show, and guess what? He came back in. Couldn't hear him. We tried it a couple more times. Couldn't hear him. So what's going to happen is as we're going here, when Kevin, he's trying a few different things. When he tries to come back in, we're going to pull him up on screen. We're going to see if we can hear him. And if we can, great. If not, then we're going to try. He'll he'll duck back out and try something new. And until that, uh, really bummed if we don't get him because I know some of you guys were, we're, we're going to see it. We're going to try him again right now. We're going to see if he's working. It's, it's set, it's set oh, we, got, we got you, Kevin. Oh, we can hear all right. you. All right. Yes. So uh, don't know what, what happened, but you're here. You're We can hear you, and everything is good right now. So right, good. But to get to start off the, the, the Q&A time, I actually have um, some, some questions to ask you guys before we turn it over to stuff with the live chat, and that is this. We have 
um, um, this was, uh, I kind of keep up with this a little bit with, uh, Jefferson Hartman. I keep calling him Jefferson with Jeff Hartman and I, um, how about some over under stats for our running backs for 2020? I want you guys want to take, all right, we're, we're going to start now. We're going to go with individual guys and we're going to start with James Connor and Hey, in the live chat, play along here, James Connor, 12 games played over or under. I'm going to take 12 because I'm an optimist. Okay. You're, you're I, mean, I, I mean, I'm going to take the over. My well, you got to take the take, over. You got to learn how to set Ted. Is the, is, is the over under 12? Come on. You got to set it at 11 and a half. No, so, we, so that um, you can pick 12 games or 11 games. I only have one hook out of everything, and, and you'll understand why. So um, we've got some unders coming up in the live chat. So, uh, or maybe we should say all of them are coming up under so far in the live chat. Rich? If we try to use Connor as as the ever famous Tomlin feature back, it will be under. But if we go with Kevin's running back by committee approach, do you think he could hit the over? He that's that's how he would hit the over. Okay, I can I I can agree with that. I'm going to take the over as well, just because like Kevin, I'm I'm the optimist. Here we go, James Connor, 700 yards rushing. You didn't even get to 500 this year. 700 yards rushing over or under. Kevin, we'll start with you again. Uh, if he hits the over, he better get 700 yards rushing, or that's not going to speak well for the run game. So I'll, I'll go with the over. Okay. Yeah, I'd agree. I'm going with the over because really you're looking then at, you know, he's only needing 50 yards a game to make 700 yards. Yes. I think those two stats go go hand in hand yeah. where if he goes over the 12 games, I think he can go over the 700. Um, I would like to see we didn't, I didn't dive into his number of carries, um, but I, I like to see his number of carries per game down a little bit. So to just keep, keep the wear and tear off of him. And last but not least for him, we're going with seven rushing touchdowns, seven rushing touchdowns. Now this past year, he had seven total touchdowns. He had four rushing and three receiving. So what do you think about seven rushing touchdowns, Kevin? Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll stick with the theme. If he's healthy, I think he'll hit that. He'll be over that. Okay. Rich? Yeah, I'm probably – Oh, again, I'm going back, and I'm going to say the over because I don't see Tomlin jumping down to the running back by committee as much as we think maybe he possibly could or should for Connor's well-being. But if Connor is getting the ball a lot and can stay decently healthy, he gets over seven. I well just just to get some people caught up, we did have some of the overs on the seven hundreds and a few unders. We're back and forth uh, with the with the sevens with the overs. Uh, we even got uh, Darren says eight. Uh, Varus says push as some of this stuff. So I am actually I want to take the under for rushing touchdowns. I think he can get there in total touchdowns, but I think for rushing touchdowns he's going to be under because I think if they're lined up at the one yard line once or twice, that might normally be a James Conner moment. I said it before last year that could turn yeah. into a Benny Snell Jr. Yeah, moment. I agree. Thaddeus just put that up there. Benny Snell may take his goal line carries, and that was that was something I was thinking about as well. Um, I thought he just, might last year, but last but it didn't have anything to do with that. It had everything to do with health. Right. And, and, you know, maybe that's the case. That, that would be a good case with Snell. I mean, because he can run it inside and see, you know, maybe take a little bit of that beating off of Connor. So, 
Okay, I had to bring up this comment with yeah, you. With it. He said, Kevin is the exact opposite of Lance, Mr. Optimist. So uh, <laughs> Ke Kevin falls into the into the same classes as Jefferson Hartman and myself, that we're the optimists. Um, let's, well, let's, let's dive into Benny Snell then. Benny Snell for 2020. Kevin, you first. We're not doing the number of games played. We just did that for Connor because he's the one we have to worry about that the most. How about 500 yards rushing for Benny Snell? Mm, well, I mean, if Connor stays healthy and is the feature back, I'll probably go under for, for Snell because, uh, you know, again, man, Tomlin, if he, if, if he goes with that approach, he, this is not going to be like a 60-40 deal. It's going to be like an 80-20 deal. So I'll probably mm -hmm. go on under for Snell. All right, Rich, what do you think? As much I'd love, I'd love to call the over because I'd love to see Connor rush for seven to eight hundred yards and Benny Snell rush for five to six hundred yards. You put them together and you had a heck of a year running the ball. Mm -hmm. um, but I think I, I, I'm tending to agree with Kevin that I just don't see him potentially. If Connor makes the numbers we said for him, I don't see Benny Snell getting enough carries to be able to do it. Yeah. Now remember, Benny Snell was was over four hundred yards this past year, but he also missed three games from when he had his knee scoped. So I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll just go against you guys. I'm going to say over because I don't, because I, even with, even if Connor's over the 12 games, I still see Connor missing two or three. And I wouldn't be surprised if Snell is run as a featured back because there is no James Connor. And this is also assuming that they don't draft anyone else, which I'm not saying they're not going to, because if, if that's the case, then all these numbers get thrown out that I think Snell could, could, could have a couple games where he goes over hundred yards which, you know, in two games, he could be halfway there. So for that one, I'm, I'm, I didn't know where I was going to go until you guys both sit under, so I'll go over. So let's go with touchdowns for Snell. I have this set. I have it at five. So what do you guys think for – do you think he could, he could get five because he's the, the, the in-between-the-tackles guy? Kevin. Uh, I, yeah, I think he could. I mean, you know, I think he's a great short yardage goal line runner. He's got a nose for the end zone. So, um, you know, I, I, I can see that I, I'll go over. Yeah. I'm taking it over there. Even if he only makes 300 yards, I think he's going to get goal line carries and, and he's going to, you know, that's, that's going to be where he you know, makes his cheese. Exactly. I'm going to go over as well. I thought five was even a little bit high, but I was still going to take the over at five just because I think he can be that goal line back. And if he comes, comes back, you know, a little bit faster, a little bit, uh, you know, a little bit more, not, not that he's not in good shape, but more in more NFL shape that they like to say. Um, and he becomes a guy that can then get to the edge. Then I just see them using him more and seeing him possibly getting the touchdowns. So um, this is going to be interesting because <laughs> Thaddeus brought up a good question. He's like, do you, do I remember? I don't remember exactly which game, but I remember the stat where Jerome Bettis had three touchdowns and one yard rushing. I don't remember the opponent, but I definitely remember the stat. So uh, do either of you guys remember that game? Yeah. I remember. <sighs> yeah. That yeah rings a bell. I, I don't remember who, who yeah. he against. I, yeah. I don't remember that, but I remember, I remember you know, that. I remember it happening, but I don't remember who it was against. Because that was that's just one of those fun stats that I always like to remember. Where's Where's West when we need him? Yeah, I haven't seen West tonight, so yep. West could have told us when that happened. Let's Let's go with this one, Kareth White. If he makes the Steelers and they're using him, this this really comes down to if you think he's going to be uh, part of the game plan based on draft and everything. But if so, 
do you think he could get to 250 yards rushing as an over-and-under? Uh, <laughs> I'd like to, I'd like to see, uh, a better Kareth white on the roster, uh, okay. a, a, a bigger, stronger Kareth white. But so then he, you take the under, <laughs> I'm taking the under, even if he's on the roster, I'm taking the under, because I think that, uh, I don't think there's, I don't think the Steelers are going to have four guys gain over 250 mm-hmm. yards rushing. And to me, Samuels is probably the third. So yeah, I would take the under there. Yeah. Okay. I'm going under there as well. So am I, but he might be one of those guys that would surprise you because, I mean, just think, because this past year didn't get a ton of carries, but he averaged over five yards a carry. Um, I think the preseason this year, being with the Steelers through training camp and those preseason games are really going to tell you if he's someone that they're going to want to keep and utilize, or if it was just, uh, hey, that that helped us out when we were struggling at the time. So um, also... I mean, we could throw it. This was the one hook. I well, technically, I was going to do the hook, but I wasn't. Would you even think he had a touchdown? Had it set at one touchdown? I was going to set at one and a half, but I changed my mind. Would you? Would you put him? Would you put him that he would even even find the touchdown zone according to Brian Anthony Davis? What he calls it? Yeah, I mean, he'd he'd have to bust one, you know, yeah. because he, he's not a great receiver out of the backfield, and they're not going to mm-hmm. use him in the in the red zone, so. Um, you know, I, I'd love to see the dude, you know, break one. I, yeah, he's, he's quick and exciting. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, let's get, let's give him one. Give him one. Yo, yeah, so you'll take the push. I'm going to say, I think I, I, I'm going to say, I take the push there. He could get one. I don't see him getting more than one. Yeah. I almost said one and a half, but I thought that was too easy to be an under to say, Hey, he still gets a touchdown, but not enough. Um, so it's bottom line is, do you think he'll find the end zone? I, I, I like one as well. Um, I do want to bring up one comment here before we lose it. Oh, um, but thank you very much. No, Youngin. no, you missed who said it first. Oh, I did. You did. Okay. Well, then I that, that's fine. I'll I'll go back and give credit to the other person. But it was September twelfth, two thousand four, against the Raiders. Um, o- opening game, two thousand four. Oh, I got. I was gonna say, <laughs> yeah, how dare yeah. you not give Brian oh, Davis credit for being the first David. to come up with that? I'm, I'm surprised he didn't text it to me first. So. <laughs> Um, but of course, you know, I, if I didn't realize Brian was still with us or else I should have known he would have had it. Actually, that was um, the first thing he said on, on, since we switched over shows, that's the first thing he's put up there was to give you your stats. So nice. Well, he's probably like I am with his show a lot. I, I can listen to it live, but I can't always jump in the live chat. Um, let's do the last one before we open okay. it up to, to the live chat. I'm going to take a little bit different approach with this one. That would be a good one. I know where you're going. Jalen Samuels. 350 receiving yards over or under 350 receiving yards. What's that? What's that? 20, 20 some receiving yards a game. Yeah. If he, if he plays all 16. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. See, I, I, I think that if the running game goes the way I envision it, I think he gets the over. He gets the over with, with being the guy that was re- as a receiver. What, what yep. do you say, Kevin? Especially with a healthy Ben Roethlisberger. Mm-hmm. I mean, my my caveat would be, you know, what do they do with that second tight end mm-hmm. position? If that second tight end is a, is a pass catcher like that that moves tight end, then I think he's under. But if not, then mm-hmm. he's a. I think he's got to step into that role. So uh, that's kind of chickening out, isn't it? No, um, <laughs> no, so, no, no. Yeah, I think if I think if, if if you know if we're running it back with McDonald and Vanette, then I think that he he should be over there. There we go. And there, there it is. Depends if they pick up a good tight end. So see, I, 
I, I'm picking this not based on it. I'm picking it based on what I know. I yeah, what we have been. Yeah, you know, yeah. If we let's, what if we draft a good tight end in round two? That might change some of my thoughts on where we where the running game goes. But I'm not going to judge the running game based on a guy who's not on our roster right now. Exactly. So right now we're basically having to go with what what we got. Yeah. Um. This is a lot more fun after the draft. Um. How about yes, two re- two receiving touchdowns? <sighs> Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. I I think he's I think he's uh, uh in the red zone. He's particularly effective. I think he's a great matchup against linebackers and man coverage. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'd love to see him use him more. Okay. So he'll take the over on the two yeah. receiving touchdowns. Rich. I probably am too, um, because where he's most dangerous, uh, I think, is again when we've got that ball in that fit on the fifteen to twenty yard line. That's where I think he becomes most dangerous as a receiver that can get into the end zone. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the over there as well. And then I had a number. Jeff had a different number. I was going to go with my number. I'm going to go with Jeff's number for this last one, and that is Jalen Samuels all-purpose yards, six hundred and fifty. So it would have to be 350 receiving and 300 rushing or up and down for each according. So 650 all purpose. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say under just because they haven't proven that they, that they really have a, a defined role for him yet, even though okay. I think that he's kind of, he could be a, a bit of an X factor in the offense, but as, as based on what we saw the first two years, I'm going to say under. Okay. Rich. I would love to say over because I think he, if used properly, could do that. I just don't, I don't think he's going to get enough touches all around to be able to do it. Gotcha. I'm going to take the under as well because the number I wanted to set that Jeff was said 650, I said 600. I think 600 would make that a little bit of a tougher call. I, I would, I could see it more, you know, between the five and 600 range. Um, all purpose, unless, you know, any one of these four guys, and I'm a little bit, you know, Kareth White would be the bottom of these four. Any one of these guys could be a breakout guy in 2020. And if they are, that's great news for the Steelers. But I don't know that it would definitely have to be one of them over another. So I'll ask this one last question before, while I get ready for the live chat to start throwing out some questions. Um, And that is, if any of these guys would be a breakout star in 2020, which four would you take? Or which one of the four would you take? I've got mine. I'm going to let Kevin answer first. <laughs> um, I want it to be Samuels because mm-hmm. to me, that that tells me that they've, you know, figured out how to utilize his talents the best. Um, you know, but I, honestly, man, I, I – I really think James Conner's going to have a great year. You know, like I feel like, uh, I, you know, that he's, um, I know, I know, I know the, he could get, he get injured and uh, that could be that, but um, he just, as a running back to me, seems like, like uh, he gets better every year. And so if he can stay healthy, I mean, your first question was, does he play over, over 12 games? And I mm-hmm. said, yeah. So if he does, then if he plays over 12 games and stays healthy, I think he has a thousand yard season. All right, Rich. Um, I'm going with Benny Snell to make that jump from uh, year one to year two um, that we could see him potentially 
an opportunity to break out, especially if for some reason James Conner isn't able to stay healthy. Then he gets the chance to potentially even showcase that a little more. Yes. I mean, and that's why I took Snell to go over the 500 yards. And because if he has two games where he's a feature back, you know, that that's just the potential there. Um, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to yield the question because I'm the one who came up with it and it was a great question. So I'm just going to stick with your guys' answers and I'm going to jump into the live chat because Thaddeus wants to know what about a thousand yards for Juju this year? I'm Alex Rodriguez and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. What do either one of you think? Well, <laughs> you know what? I want to. I want to be. I want to be the Lance Williams here, but actually, you know what? I'm not going to be because here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to bank on the fact that it is my hope that we get a a, a uh, very healthy Benjamin Todd Roethlisberger back, and he's able to throw the ball all right. And if that is the case, uh, I think the other receivers make enough of a jump that Juju could could get a thousand yards. Yeah, I mean, I, I right, think he'll thinking? be. I, I think he'll be. He'll be in that neighborhood. I mean, again, I, I really, I'm really interested to see what they do uh, with the tight end position. How much more are they going to involve the tight ends and the running backs in the passing game? Uh, and I also think that you know, like I said earlier, man, I really, I really love uh, Deontay Johnson, and I think that he's got the potential to um, to make a big leap, just like Benny Snell does. So, I think he'll be right, right near, right near that number. I'm, I, I'm going to say that if they don't acquire a pass catching tight end then then he'll be over but if not i think he'll be under or if they do i think he'll be under and i have a feeling if he's under he's going to be in that 900 plus range Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that which makes that real a real Mm -hmm. tough call follow-up question of mine is he the leading receiver on the steelers next year I say yes. Yeah, I, I say yes. I, I say yes, but I'd actually like that answer to be no. I'd like to see him put would, – wouldn't it be great to see him put up 900, you know, 900, 950 yards and see, you know, maybe Deontay Johnson or somebody bust out and get, you know, between 1,000 and 1,100. Um, if, if we got that, then I'm feeling pretty good about where the Steelers would be sitting. Yeah, I, I think it, it's – and I'm still not counting out James Washington. I don't think he's going to lead the team in receiving or whatever. I think no, he's, he's going to be a very, a very key piece. But I, I could see a Deontay Johnson, um, Juju situation very similar to what we had a couple of years ago with, with. Um, I still like to call him Mr. Third and Fifth because that's who he is to the Steelers. Um, to one Antonio Brown and and Juju when. One had all the touchdowns. One had a bunch of one had more yards and all those other things. So that that would be really nice to have a good compliment. Uh, like I said before, people keep saying Juju's not a number one. Juju's not a number one. You know what? If it all depends on what your definition of is a number one, and that's like Lance Williams. He has a crazy definition of a number one. I'd rather have I'd rather have three number twos than a number one and two number threes. If you know what I mean. Yep. I'd rather that. That's just the way I I think of it. Got got to bring up this question from one Brian Anthony Davis. Kevin, 
What was your reaction to Cliff Harris making the Hall of Fame? Um, I don't, I don't remember Cliff Harris as a player. To me, he's just you know the bully who heckled a kicker, you know. And, uh, and <laughs> so you're saying and, a bully that heckled a kicker? Honestly, got, that guy's the reason we won that game. Uh, yeah. So he, he and he got what he deserved, man. So you know, hey, look, I've I've read up on the guy, you know, like I, I didn't. Uh, uh, and I hear he's done some really good things. He's 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 uh, run some charities. He's he's employing a lot of people. He's got some businesses. So I'm happy that he's seems to be a good guy. That said, uh, he'll always be a punk to me, you know. And I and I always will root for the Cowboys to be terrible. So I mean, you know, uh, I wish him personally well, but uh, at the same time, you know, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep holding this grudge. There you go. Uh, now, I should have done this at the beginning of the show. I was so happy that you came in and your sound was working that I didn't introduce you. For those of you that do not know, Kevin Smith, he is on the on the website, on our website of findthestillcurtain.com. He is the author uh, that is Cliff Harris is Still a Punk. So make sure you're checking out his articles. Got a great one coming out Wednesday morning. Here's another question from, from Darren. He says, do you guys think Matt Canada will be a difference maker as a quarterback coach? And do you think you'll have any offensive play calling contributions due to his resume and success at it? What do you think? Uh, let's start with Kevin. I, I'm excited for him. I, yeah. you know, I, I don't know how much, uh, you know, I don't know what, what they, you know, they say he brought him in as the, as the quarterback's coach. I've got to think that the Steelers recognized some of the struggles that they had on offense last year and, and understand they need to be a little more diverse. And he's the perfect guy to do it because uh, he's an innovator and he's had success just about everywhere he's gone, uh, you know, in college. Um, and he's, you know, been lauded for just some of the, some of the things that are really hot in the NFL right now, like the multiple personnel groups, um, you know, a lot of the pre-snap motion and uh, the formation disguise and all that stuff. I mean, he's, 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 got a great resume as far as that stuff goes. So I'm, I'm really hopeful that, that he gets an opportunity to have some input. I, I'm not Rich. sure how much of the offensive play calling he'll have could get into contributing to. However, I think he'll be big into scheme. Yeah. Coming up with the plays during the week to then have as part of their, their game plan. Yep. I think where, where the Steelers need help with the play in play calling is not necessarily uh, like, you know, the, particular plays they're calling, but protecting a lot of their best plays with some of that, you know, that smoke and mirrors and with some misdirection. And I mean, you know, when they line up in 11 personnel and they don't motion um, and they don't move anybody around and and they stay in that for, you know, three, four plays in a row, um, you're not really giving the defense a whole lot that they have to adjust to. So, I mean, I think, I think I don't think you need to overhaul the entire scheme, but I do think that they need to uh, dress it up to protect the best stuff. Yeah, exactly. And to me, creativity is key. And like we've said on here before, when they're in the Wildcat, gimmicky is not creative. So that just get some creative with their with their personnel packages and their formations, and have the other teams not just not know exactly what they're doing based on who's on the field and how they line up. So uh, Ryan wants to know. Uh, Ben, over 4,500 yards passing this year. Rich, we'll start with you. Um, I, I, I'm going to take the under. Uh, mm-hmm. I actually really hope it's the under. I hope that he's a little under that number and that the running game gets an increase. And if so, the Steelers are in good shape. Okay. 
Okay. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going under as well. I, I don't. I don't think that you can expect him to be the same guy that he was. Uh, I mean, he's going to be 38 years old, coming off major surgery. Uh, they, they're going to have to lean on the running game more. You know, if 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 they can't do that and they expect him to be the guy he was a couple of years ago, I think we're setting ourselves up for failure. And and, and I and I think it's not you know, not that we want to flip back over to we're a totally running team but it's a there's going to have to be more running than when ben was throwing for five thousand plus yards um i really just think that he he needs the he needs the running game to be going a little better so that he can be a little more successful in the passing game um and the biggest thing is if our defense is what it was this past year we don't need ben to throw for 4500 yards yeah, in, in 2018, yeah. our run our run pass balance was. I mean, we threw the ball 67 percent of the time. Right. It was the, it was the highest ratio of passes in the league. Um, you know, if we can get that down to 60 40, you know, it doesn't. Yep. We don't need to be a 50 50 team, but 60 40 is feasible. Yep. I'm I'm going to buck the system here, and I'm going to say over because not because I want it to be because I think I just think that if Ben comes back and if Ben is healthy, Ben is going to do what Ben does and. It's not going to matter if they need a better running game. It doesn't matter if he needs to back off. He's just going to keep flinging the rock. And even if he throws 30 interceptions, that he's going to just keep trying to push the ball down the field. I would. I don't want that to be the case. I would like it to be a little bit more of a balanced attack, but I just don't think that's is going to be what it is. Uh, one other thing I want to just bring up real quick, just to answer this question that they that, – uh, I always mess this up, so I just call him X. X wants to know, why are the Steelers still looking for a wide receivers coach when they just hired Brian McClendon? They did not hire Brian McClendon yet. That was a report on Sunday that was out that he was hired, and then a contradictory report came out Monday that that he was not officially hired. He was one candidate, and at least one other candidate is Jericho Cotri, the former Steelers wide receiver. And the, the Steelers have not announced anything yet, so they have not hired a new wide receivers coach. Uh, we do not know if it'll be McClendon, um, Cotri, or possibly someone else. Either of you guys have anything you want to say about that? I didn't know much about McClendon. I read a little bit about him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Mike Tomlin likes to bring college coaches up. Um, but, you know, hey, do, you know they they got some time, so I hope just hope they do, do their due diligence and come up with the guy they're, they're most comfortable with. Yeah, I don't, I don't care who they end up with. They need the right person, not just you know the right name. Yes, which uh, uh, Kara comes up and says and brings up another name that a lot of Steelers fans are saying is about Heinz Ward would be an amazing coach. Um, don't know that I'm super keen on that, but just because of. The same reason I'd be a little bit leery about Cotri is that sometimes the Steelers, when they have their former players as coaches, doesn't always work out the best. What do you what do you feel about those kind of hires there, Kevin? Uh yeah, you, you know, you can't let let sentimentality get in the way of uh, you know, like who the right the right guy is. That that said, I, I mean, I'm I would probably be a little bit um I'd have a hard time saying no to Heinz Ward, man, if he wanted to come yeah. back, you know, I mean, uh, you know, mm-hmm. especially from a toughness standpoint, you know, like, mm-hmm. I mean, he's just uh, a motivator and a guy who, um, you know, played wide receiver with a linebacker mentality. And I just, I always think that's great for receivers. We, we'd see a big improvement in our wide receiver uh, blocking. 
<laughs> I tell you what, man, James Washington had some nice blocks this past year. He's, uh, oh, he's man, been my, he's, he's been be my favorite the, wide receiver blocker right now. Yeah, imagine what he'd be with a little coaching up from Heinz Ward. But yeah, um, I, I don't know. I, I, I I'd love to see Heinz Ward. What, yeah, don't get me wrong. But I also think we hurt Heinz Ward's feelings a little bit by letting him hang out there for long enough to where he finally went to the Jets. Um, uh, yeah, but. My question is, is his style of play that he would probably bring as a coach the right fit for the wide receivers that they have on the team right now and their age and everything else? And I don't know if it is or not. That's I don't know if it is or not. That's why I just hope that, that you know, Mike Tomlin and, and, folk, and folks are doing their due diligence to find that right person. I think, you know, a challenge for a guy like that is um, – to find the right amount of separation between being, you know, Heinz Ward Steeler legend uh, and Heinz Ward football coach, because um, I don't know if Joey Porter ever found, ever found that, you know, it always felt like Joey Porter never really got out of the role of like Joey Porter, football player, high energy guy. uh, You know, the dude that was, uh, that was going to pump the team up uh, and become Joey Porter, the guy that needed to be a master of his craft and, and really, really teach the technique and really, really, you know, like hone in on the film work. And that's, that's the stuff that makes you a great coach. Uh, you know, not how fired up you get guys because emotion and adrenaline in a football game lasts for about two minutes. And then it comes down to technique, execution, fundamentals. So you teach that stuff, you can be a great coach. So, you know, I mean, I don't know where Heinz Ward is on all of that, but, um, you know, he can't just be, you know, the great motivator. He's got to be the great teacher. Exactly. And he would, that would, the fans would want that more than anything because of their love for Heinz Ward. My, I kind of think of it this way. Would I want to go back and coach the high school team of where I went to high school? I don't know if you do or coaching the team where you went to school or not. Um, I couldn't <laughs> imagine being that, that I, I just don't see that. It, to me, it's you're never going to separate, you know, as a player versus as a coach personally. That, the high school that I, that I went to uh, is is the biggest rival of the high school where I coached. At. And, <laughs> there you and go. We actually, uh, we actually beat them in the playoffs this year, so it was really satisfying. <laughs> there so, you yeah. go. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, yeah, but uh, that that's a really good. I just thought of that as I'm like, I don't know that I'd want to go back to my old high school and. Yeah. teach and coach and everything else just because of, you know, and, and that's what I'm kind of equating it to now is coaching versus playing. And that might've been part of the reason why, if you think about it, one of the offense or one, well, I'd say off, he was an offensive assistant. One of the assistant coaches this past year was William Gay. And did they have him as a defensive back coach? They did not. He was a wide receivers coach. Mm-hmm. So that's just kind of one of those things um, that, that they did. Um here's one I'm going to, I'm, I'm still going to back up to some other ones. Uh, King David said, I just want the best person for the job, no matter who it is. I don't care about the names. That's exactly the mentality the Steelers need to have when it comes to hiring their coaches. So there was one other thing here I was going to bring up from, from young and uh, not as much the first part of the question. Would you rather take or for coach the, about Le'Veon Bell for back? Cause people were talking about it during the last show. I, I caught a little bit thought Kevin I Rich and I have we've talked about this before so we want to get your thoughts on this one um oh, no, see I are, wanted to take the question as they had it written oh how okay Rich you take it as they written okay. as they had it written okay let me start with that would I rather have Ward's coach or Bell's back okay mm-hmm. if the question is that 
I'm saying I'd rather have Bell as a back because I'm going to take talent on the field all the time. Um, and I would say that. Now, if you're just breaking it down to uh, want to have Le'Veon Bell back, I'm probably leaning towards new. Gotcha. Kevin, what's your, what's your, thought, what, what's your thoughts on a Bell reunion? Yeah, I have I'm no interest in that. You know, like yeah. I don't I don't have any personal grudge against the guy. You know, I mean, it's a business and he did what he felt like he had to do. And I don't think he handled it the, the best way. But I understand, you know, and again, it's a business mentality, but I just don't think he's that great a player anymore. He's got a ton of tread on his tires. Uh, you look at all the touches he's had. And I mean, I, does if he comes back, does he significantly upgrade, you know, uh, our does he make us, you know, for the price we, we would have to pay to get him, does he make us that much better? I just think no. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And chemistry-wise, you know, there's got to be guys that's, that hold grudges. They might say that they don't, but there's got to be guys in that locker room that felt I like would. He, he left us out to dry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd be holding that grudge. I'd be saying, you know, we you were, we were on the and cusp didn't. and you abandoned us. Yeah. Um, yeah. My, my thing with Bell is I did not want them – I did not want him to take either deal that they offered him. I thought it was too much, and I did not want them to re-sign him. Not because I didn't like him as a player. I did. I thought he was a great player. But now people look at James Conner this year and the struggles with the running game this year. I don't know that that Le'Veon Bell would have given you that much more this year just because of how everything played out. But I look at him as a cost above replacement. And his cost to the Steelers is way too much money versus to what it would pay for his replacement. So that's one of those things, especially in a year like now, when they're up against the cap, we keep answering when people want to talk about, oh, can they sign this free agent? Our our, our, our answer, Rich, is always... With what money? With what money? So that's what we always have to keep keep looking at there. So let's yeah, I bet see. you didn't catch in the, in the first show, somebody actually put that up there. Well, yes, I saw someone say somebody was, they were talking about stuff, and we mm-hmm. con- and they were saying how they constantly ask people with what money, with what money. Yes, exactly. So, well, guys, we had some really great questions here. Do you all have any? Do either one of you, Rich? I didn't give you the chance. Do you have any question you want to bring up? Uh, no, I was having too much fun <laughs> with your over unders. Actually, they they were uh, that was the kind of stuff I was hoping we get to. Yeah, um, that that was really good. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Ali says. Hold on. Uh, since since Brian Anthony Davis is in the live chat, he says the answer is always Seattle has two losses. Um, personal joke for those of you that are that are with us a lot. I would like to get this one last one, but oh, I clicked on the wrong one. Um, 
because we jumped. Here we go. Reginald wants to know for, for Kevin, is there a tight end of this draft class you would like for the Steelers? I, I know everybody's talking to kid up from Notre Dame. Uh, I'll be honest. I haven't really jumped in that much to the, um, to the draft stuff yet and haven't really had a chance to look at the guys. I mean, I mean, I have a, I have a prototype that I think would, mm-hmm. would really fit, you know, that, that uh, more athletic field stretcher uh, who we can move around the offense. And, you know, I mean, you're, we're not going to find Jason Kelsey uh, in the draft, but I mean, if we had a guy that had some of Kelsey's uh, diversity, the combination of size and speed, I think he'd be a perfect compliment to McDonald. Yeah, Rich, you're, you do you know anything about any of the tight ends, or you haven't done? No, I, I've started reading up some. Um, I, I was with Kevin. I've been seeing the most. Everybody hyping up the guy from from Notre Dame. Um, I, I really haven't, and I'm not going to worry about that too much. I'm going to leave that up to the to the scouting team, of the Steelers, because you know I, I'm sure they're out there. They'll I know they're out there checking these guys out, and. You know, I, I trust them to know what kind of guy we would want or need. And if they're not seeing that guy, we'll know because they won't draft that guy. It, exactly. Like a lot of people like Thaddeus brought up, you know, Randy Moss's son who declared for the draft at LSU. That's a name that's out there. Um, the one I've been doing a mock draft every Monday. One of them was the tight end out of Purdue. Um, um, Bryson Hopkins, I do believe, um, whose father was a tackle in the league. Um, that's a very interesting player. If, if you paid at all any attention to the senior bowl, there was a player there that I thought was intriguing. If he doesn't shoot up too many boards that the Steelers could get later on. And um, because he went to a smaller school and that's a tight end out of Dayton that uh, has some promise. So I think they have some options even beyond using their, their top pick on a tight end, but I would not be opposed to them using their top pick on a tight end. If that's what they deem is necessary. So um, that that's, that's a really good question. I, I, I like that one, but uh Everyone always wants to talk draft. It's so hard to talk for draft this year for the Steelers, uh, not having that first-round pick. It seems like we're kind of out, uh, out of it a little bit. But Tony Defio actually had a really good article uh, today that said, thank you, Steeler fans, for being interested in the draft, even though there's no first-round draft pick. Because, you know, keep the excitement up and everything going with, with still what's going forward. Oh, that was Anthony. I read that article. Didn't even look to see who wrote it. So Yeah, yeah that, that was good. That, that was good because I gave him I gave him a bunch of crap over his one about getting rid of Renegade. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't I didn't even want to go there. Um, my wife even read that one because she saw the headline and was like, "No, no," and she doesn't even read my article. So, uh, so uh, that that was pretty interesting. So uh, we had some other people throwing in some names from 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 in the live chat, but uh, we we've gone a good while tonight, Kevin. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Is there anything yeah, else you want to Kevin. say here before we go? No, I just want to thank you guys for the opportunity to come on. It was a, it was a pleasure. I've never done one of these before and, uh, and, uh, it was fun, man. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Well, we really enjoyed having you It um, great insight. If you have not read the Kevin stuff at behind the steel curtain.com under the name Cliff Harris is still punk. Now, is that still the name that you're writing under? Or did you have to change that? Yeah, so it'll, it'll. I think it'll show up tomorrow as uh, it'll say KT Smith, but it says Chisap in parentheses since I know people. Got, uh, gotcha. have, you know, <laughs> You've got to keep that. Used to it. Yeah, yeah. Because pe- so. people look for your name. People look for yeah. your name. Um, yeah. But yeah, great, great stuff. Great articles. I look forward to them every week. I always, I always cheat and 
check and see what you're doing um, as someone behind the scenes that I can go in and see stuff as you're doing it. Um, funny story I actually mentioned to Kevin before. One time he was bringing up a, a topic and I was going to talk about it on a podcast a couple months ago. I started typing into his article to leave him a message so he would see it as he was working on it. Um, yeah. it, it was a lot of fun. So, um, but thank you so much for joining us. If you ever want to join us again, you just let us know because uh, we, we really enjoyed this. Uh, but make sure you all are checking it out behind the curtain.com for it's your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. Make sure you are liking the videos, uh, giving the good ratings on the podcasts and, and tuning in, subscribing to the channel. So you get that alert of when we are going live because tomorrow night you'll have a standard is the standard with Jeff Hartman, and Lance Williams Thursday night. I'll be back with Brian Anthony Davis and Jeff Hartman for the Steelers preview. Although we, you know, we don't have a game to preview. We're previewing stuff coming up this season. Then Friday night we have Lance's. Yeah, I said it Saturday burning question. We got all off schedule. I'm not hundred percent sure who we are. I think it's Lance Williams again. He's going to have a big weekend. Uh, Sunday, I'm not exactly sure what we're doing for the Q&A, but we will have a show coming out on Sunday. Then we're right back with Monday's Hangover. Next Tuesday, we'll be back again with you for Stat Geek. And we're just going it, to – it's the offseason, but we keep churning out as much content for you as we can. Final thoughts, guys. I don't want to cut you off if you had anything else to say. Yeah, uh, Thaddeus, just comment. Thaddeus, if you're still there, you asked me a question early on. Yes, the skull mount from my son was a Maryland buck, Garrett County. There you go, there Western you go. Maryland, Deep Creek Lake gotta, area. Got, got to, got to answer since he since he asked, I'll answer. There you go, Kevin. Anything else you want to say to everyone? No, it was fun, man. I appreciate it again. You guys are great. You guys are entertaining. It was a, uh, it was fun to do this. All right, well that's that's fantastic. Thanks you guys for a great show. As Lance says, tune in, tell a friend, and subscribe. Thanks for geeking out with us. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.